everybody out. Let's all stand. Start off with a song, page 76. Should be on the screen. Jesus spoke to me one day, praise holy day. you come to the Lord Jesus yep. Christ. Welcome to the Maryville Baptist Church. It's so good to be here. Can I get a witness? Welcome to all those joining us by live stream this morning. We are honored and privileged to be in the service of the Lord yet again and worship Him. I hope you've come this morning expecting and needing something from the Lord. I hope you need something from Him because those that need something from Him, if you'll come to Him, you'll get your satisfaction met. Thank God. So good to be in church this morning. Appreciate the Lord. There is so much going on. I want to stop and say this just for a few moments. Church, thank you so, so much for how you showed up last Sunday night at the ordination. And uh, I, I tell you, I, I told the church on Wednesday night this, but every single call I've gotten about, um, about ordination, the, the amazement has just been, they can't believe how the receiving church showed up. So I want to thank you, church. Thank you for coming on. We're excited. One more step to go this morning, and we are officially here. We're a pastor. We've been ordained, 
And today, Charlie and I are looking forward to joining the Murrayville Baptist Church as members. And, not, and thank God, um, we're so, so excited about it. Um, we also have some others that are going to be joining the church. So we're excited about that. Be much in prayer. Today we have a special baptism today. Aren't you grateful for that? It's wonderful. There's a lot of things happening around the church. And I'm telling you, uh, when the choir gets down here, I'm not sure where everybody's going to go, but we're going to make room this morning. Amen. Isn't it exciting and wonderful to be in God's house? I'm asking the Lord to help us this morning, church, to touch us and help us. We need a fresh touch this morning. And I hope you came excited anticipating what the Lord would do. We're going to go to the Lord in prayer. Brother Jack, I'm going to ask you to pray where you stand, brother, and ask the Lord to help us in the service and touch us and meet with us and pray that God would uh, have his way. Again, let me say this. There's so much going on, sickness and, and issues, and, and uh, we won't go into too awful much detail because we'd be like a train running off a track. But pray for those this morning that are sick and hurt. And, uh, and again, let's ask God to help us this morning in the service. And after Brother Jack prays, Brother Terry, you come on, follow the Lord. And we'll look to the Lord in service. Thank you so much. This morning, thank you for allowing us to be here this morning. Yes. Lord, I pray you touch the choirs that stand to sing this morning, Lord. And I just pray that you touch the preachers as he brings the word of God. That we might open our hearts and accept your word and take something home from it, Lord. I just pray that you show up in an almighty way, Lord. Yes. I need you this morning. In Jesus' holy precious name, amen. All right, let's sing one more congregational page. 94.
pray for choirs to sing.
This time of year, Lord has blessed us so much. I thank him for everything he's done for me and my family. Let's sing this song. As the world looks upon me, as I struggle talking about really 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 see our eyes could be open to just how good God has been I'm telling you we, we couldn't keep you in your seat this morning we could we couldn't strap you down and tie you down and hold you down and say set still I'm telling you this morning, if we could all get a good vision <laughs> of how good God has been. I believe we'd worship for a little while. I believe we'd bless his name a little while. Be thankful unto him and bless his name. Brother Leo, we're coming into Thanksgiving. It's good. I love it. I'm excited about it. Probably my favorite holiday, Brother Terry. Probably so. 
Maybe for the wrong reasons, maybe for the right. I can't wait to get around for a little while with family and sit back and eat way too much and take too many naps and enjoy a little time off. But this morning, would to God, I could see how good he's been, how good God has been for just a little while. Maybe it's just a time this morning set aside in this service, in this song, in this singing, that we can think about how good God has been. You remember where he brought you from? You remember where you could have been today? You remember where you could have been waking up this morning? But God. But God. But God in his grace. He interjected himself into your life. And somehow or another, here we sit this morning. Think about how good he's been. I want Brother Terry to come around and sing that verse we just sang. And then the, the choir is going to come down. But thank him this morning for how good he's been. Brother Terry. Now I know I'm not wealthy and these clothes they're not new. I don't have much money, but Lord, I have you. Let's do that chorus one more time.
Amen. Good to be in God's house. Thank God. You can be seated. We're going to have an uh, offering here in just a moment. I want to ask you by means of special prayer to pray for young Carter Satterfield this morning. His dad just left. They just found out he does have appendicitis. So y'all pray for him, please. He's a good young man. Matter of fact, was set to join the church this morning. A lot of stomach issues. So y'all pray for him and pray that God would touch him right now and give his dad and mom wisdom. Amen. Pray for Carter Satterfield and also pray for Sister Maddie. She was also going to be joining this morning, uh, but, uh, but she's sick as well. But uh, the rest of us that are going to join, Brother John and Sister Pam, where are they at? Raise your hand. Right back there they are. We're, we're looking forward to it, ain't we? Charlie and I are looking forward to it. And uh, we're excited this morning about Brother Brady May being baptized, called for baptism. It is an ordinance, ordinance of the church this morning. I, it thrills my soul when one of his children has a desire to be baptized. What are we doing with that this morning? We're just showing on the outside what the Lord has done on the inside. So we're grateful for that. Got the baptismal water stirred this morning. Thankful thank the Lord for his goodness and his grace. So much going on, so many health issues, so much happening. But I'm glad I, I can still sing through it all this morning. Through it all, the Lord has been good to me. He's been good to you, amen. So we're grateful. Thank God for this good crowd in the house of God this morning. Looking forward to offering and uh, looking forward to seeing what the Lord will do. Brother Terry's got some special singing lined up, and we're excited about that this morning, asking God to help. Brother Zach, lead us to the Lord in prayer. Bless the offering. And after you pray, head on back through there, fellas. Thank you, Lord. I just want to thank you for this day, brother. You do first, Lord. We pray that you do with Brother David. Bring the message today, Lord. I just pray that you touch this day, Lord. And you do with all these people, Lord. And that if there be some here, you need to do with them. You touch them, Lord. Yes. Again,
Church, I want to welcome all of our visitors here this morning once again. Thank you so much. I'm seeing new faces, seems like every service, and thank the Lord for that. Thank you for coming out and being with us in the house of God, and we are so grateful for your presence. Again, thank you to all those that are tuning in by way of live stream this morning. We're grateful for that, and we're grateful for the Spirit of God in the service this morning. Brother John, sing for us, brother. Appreciate you. Everybody glad to save this morning? Amen. Amen. And if you're not, I know a good place you can get. And I know a lot of praying people in this church would pray for you. Y'all pray for me. I was going to dedicate this to Brother Tommy. Never been this homesick before, but I want to dedicate it to everybody in this church because we've all got loved ones that's going on. And if I've ever been homesick to go to heaven, it's now, people. It's now. There's nothing left down here. That we can really look forward to. But getting in church, serving God, and knowing you saved. Knowing you saved. That's, a, that's not a 99% thing. If you're 99% sure you're saved, then you're 100% lost in my book. But I tell you, if you, if you, if you feel the tug, I, I love this church because the altars is always open. Y'all pray for us. We're going to try this song. We're just going to stab at it. Standing by an open door I can see a crystal river Oh, I must be near forever Lord, I've never been this homesick before See the bright light shine It's just about home time And I can see faces all familiar and no one's old or feeble anymore this old lonesome heart is crying i think i'll spread my wings for flying
Thank the Lord for His goodness, His grace, His mercy. I want you to sing this chorus with me, please, this morning. God is so good. God is so good. Sing it now. God is so my soul. He chapter 21 this morning. The book of John chapter number 21. We'll read a few verses of scripture, look to the Lord and ask him to help us this morning. John chapter number 21. <clears throat> this text is so big. I think I say this nearly every time I preach, but this text is so big, it's going to be difficult and Hard to get through all of it. I know it was difficult in study, uh, in study to get it all out. But I told Charlie this. I said, if I'm able to preach it, uh, how the Lord helped me with it this week and last night and bringing it all together, uh, we may just have revival this morning. So, <laughs> But I need the Lord's help this morning. And we need the Lord's touch. And I pray that the Lord would do his work in you that only he can do. And, uh, and I, I'm not responsible this morning for anyone's response, but I am responsible to preach the word of God. So I ask the Lord to help us with that this morning. John chapter number 21. We're, we'll begin our reading for time's sake. I was going to read back from verses 1 through 19, but we'll pick up our reading. And verse number 12, Jesus saith unto them, come and dine. And none of the disciples durst ask him, Who art thou, knowing that it was the Lord? Jesus then cometh and taketh bread and giveth them and fish likewise. This is now the third time that Jesus showed himself to his disciples after that he was risen from the dead. So when they had died, Jesus saith to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonas, Lovest thou me more than these? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my lambs. He saith them again the second time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? He saith unto him, Yea, Lord, 
Thou knowest that I love thee. He saith unto him, Feed my sheep. Verse 17, He saith unto him the third time, Simon, son of Jonas, lovest thou me? And Peter was grieved because he said unto him the third time, Lovest thou me? And he said unto him, Lord, thou knowest all things. Let me stop right there and say this this morning. He knows every single thing that's going on inside of you and inside of I this morning. Peter said that, thou knowest all things. Thou knowest that I love thee. Jesus saith unto him, feed my sheep. Verily, verily, Jesus said in verse number 18, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thine hands, and another shall gird thee, and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. This spake he, signifying by what death he should glorify God, and when he had spoken this, he saith unto him, say it with me, church, follow me. If the Lord will help me for just a few moments this morning, I'd like to preach to you on this subject. Failure is not final. Failure is not final. Father in heaven, we come to you this morning in need of your grace Father, you know where our heart has been with this text, and you know the needs that are in this hour. Lord, I cannot give account of why you have led us to this text or led us to this place. But Father, what I can give account of is to know that you doeth all things well. Father, I know that you can break this bread and distribute it, Lord, far better than any man can. So Father, I ask by the strengthening of your spirit, by the strengthening of your power, do that that only you can. Get in the hearts of men, women, boys, and girls. And I ask you, Lord, to turn, Father, your hand in the hearts the only way that you can. Father, I can't preach this message with enough suaveness, Lord, or, uh, Lord, uh, with enough vocabulary power uh, to sway the minds of men and women, boys and girls. But, Father, you can draw those hearts to yourself. I ask you, Lord, this morning... May the church, Lord, get in behind the word. I pray for that one that's here, that's strayed from you, Father, that you would draw them back to your precious side as a shepherd that recovers one to yourself. Do that in our presence this morning. I pray for the one that's here that's lost, that does not know you, that you would show them their, their need of you, that you would draw them with cords of love uh, to your precious side. And save that soul. <clears throat> Father, this morning, I pray, Lord, that you would do what only you can. Hide us behind the shadow of the cross. Lord, Father, and help us to look to you. And we'll uh, ask these things in the one name that you said to pray in. The name of Jesus. We'll be sure to give you praise, Lord. Be sure to give you honor for whatsoever you do. For it's in that name that is above every name. We do humbly pray. The name of Jesus. We ask these things. And the church said... Failure is not final. Have you ever failed the Lord? I need a little bit more support there this morning. 
Have you ever failed the Lord? I'm talking 100% completely flopped. I'm talking not just messed up a little bit. I'm talking about completely, utterly failed the Lord. I have. It's safe to say that every single Christian in this building has at one point or the other completely made a 100% disaster of this thing called the Christian life. That failure that you and I have been a part of or that you and I have committed uh, marks the remaining corruption that is inside of you and I after the Lord Jesus Christ saves us. And if you're sitting here this morning uh, and say that, no, pastor, I have never failed the Lord after being saved, then I must uh, confess to you this morning I'm a little bit hesitant in being around you. Uh, in, in this place, let me get a little distance from you if that's the case. Because each and every single one of us, if you've met the Lord Jesus Christ and have made yourself uh, any type of distance down the road, I would like to say to you, you have failed and I have failed. But I, and, and that being said, out of all the characters that are in the Bible, I feel like I can relate to the man that you and I have read about here in our text, Brother Peter probably better than anyone in Scripture. Poor, poor Peter. Not only did Peter fail, but much like me, he failed often. Not only did Peter fail, and not only did Peter fail often, but he failed publicly. Many of us have failed, but nearly every single human on earth has failed privately in some point. But how would you like, like our dear brother Peter, to not only fail inwardly, to know that you've missed the mark in that of yourself, but you've not only failed inwardly, but you have failed publicly. Do you get the picture? How would you like it this morning if we take, took every failure that you had done and placed them up on this screen every shortcoming that you had ever had, every situation that you've ever been involved in, every blundering blop of a mess that you've ever made placed on display, that's what happened to Peter. Because if you have a copy of God's infallible Word this morning, if you have a copy of the Word of God, you can see publicly where Peter messed up. And every Christian that's ever known the Lord and have a copy of the Word of God, every sinner, every president, every king, every single individual that's lived on this earth have had access to Peter's failure. How would you like that this morning? And some of you this morning have failed privately and publicly, but Peter failed publicly before the whole existence of mankind. Let us notice something about Peter's failure. Let's notice something about Peter's life. Firstly, this morning, Satan desired Peter. 
And let me remind you, child of God, and sinner this morning, let me remind you, child of God, that Satan desires to have each and every single one of us. And he is tirelessly working to do just that. Uh, the Bible tells us in Luke chapter number 22 and verse number 31 that Jesus looked at Peter and said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan hath desired to have you. Make no mistake this morning, Satan desires to have you. He desires to sift every single one of you, dear child of God. Sifting was a savage, savage agricultural process of separating the husk of the wheat from the grain. The wheat was crushed underfoot and then it was agitated, thrown in the air. The chaff or husk was blown away and nothing was left save an exposed, isolated grain. Satan desired to sift Peter and he desires to sift you this morning. He desires to set you aside and isolate you and make you alone so that you feel like you're by yourself and that your life is nothing but one big failure. But you see, failure is not final. Failure is not final. If Christ wanted to have, he could have stopped Peter from failing him. But Peter, this was a necessary process in Peter's life. You see, Peter was so filled with arrogance, zero self-awareness and pride. Peter would be sifted. Peter would feel like he had been a failure and made a failure. But thank God, church, Failure's not final. Satan desired Peter and he desires you this morning. Let's notice secondly, Christ had a plan for Peter. And let me remind you, child of God, that Christ has a plan for you. There's so many failures on record of Peter. So many times that he made blunders and mess ups and mistakes. But for sake of timeless this morning, let us focus on the one that nearly ruined him. In Luke chapter number 22 and verse number 33, after Jesus told Peter that Satan had desired to have him, Peter said, no, 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 Lord. No, no, no. I am ready to go with you to prison. And not only to prison, I'm ready to go with you to death. But the Lord says in verse number 34 of Luke 22, And he said, I tell thee, Peter, the cock shall not crow this day, before thou shalt thrice deny that thou knowest me. Peter said, the Lord said, Peter, Satan desired to have you, and you're going to fail me. Even though you think you'll go all the way. Even though you think you'll lay in there with me. Peter, you're going to fail. But that just goes one in, one year out the other. How many times us, you and I, have been encouraged in the Lord. And say, Lord, I'll never fail you. 
I'll never miss the mark. I'll go with you to the end. I'll love you more than anybody's ever loved you. I'll serve you more than anybody's ever served you. I'll give more than anybody's ever given. But in just a few verses, in just a few moments, in just a few hours, Brother John, we're outcast, we're downcast, and we have failed. Are you with me this morning, church? Say amen. Luke's account is that Peter left this occasion and then followed the Lord. Of course, they came to imprison the Lord. And he goes with them. They didn't just take him under their control. But he, Jesus gave them the ability to have control over him. They led him away into the high priest's home. And Peter's following afar off. Again, this man who just a few verses previous said, I'll go with you all the way, is now following afar off. And the Bible speaks to us. Luke's account said that he sat down at a fire in chapter number 22 of Luke and verse number 55. And when they had kindled a fire in the midst of the hall and were set down together, Peter sat down among them. He sat down and warmed himself by the fire. And of course, Matthew's account tells us that not only Peter desired or denied the Lord, but that he began to curse and to swear, saying he did not know Christ. Oh, don't puff up your chest too much, child of God. I had to put up some Christmas lights last night. Help us, Lord. Oh, we give Peter a difficult time, but in heart this morning, we're just like that, warming by Satan's fire. A great distance from the Lord, Brother Ron. A great distance from the Lord, warming by a fire that we have no business being around. I'm talking about Peter failed God and lied to Jesus, said, I'll go with you all the way. But now he's warming by Satan fire. And not only that, but there's a woman that comes with him and says, hey, I know you. I know you. You're the one who's been following this Galilee. You're the one that's been following Jesus. I, I know not the man. I don't, I, don't, I don't know him. No, no, no. You've got, me, you've got me mixed up with somebody else. I'm not a Christian. He walks to the next person. This other person said, well, now, just a second. You sound like him, and you look like him. And I tell you what, I remember when my cousin's first cousin's second cousin was getting healed by Jesus, you were there. No, that's not me. It's not me, Peter says. He says, vehemently denied that he knew the Lord. He failed. The third time, he cusses. The third time, he swears and says, I don't know who that is. He failed the Lord. And even though you and I may not cuss the name of the Lord, and even though you and I may not swear in the name of God, yet by deed we'll fail God. And our heart will be away from Him. And our heart will deny that we know the Lord. Amen. Come on, church. Don't make me feel like I'm in a church full of hypocrites. I know who I'm preaching to this morning. 
failure, mess-ups, sins, falling short. The Bible says in Luke 22, 61 and 62 that Peter looked at the Lord and then that rooster crowed on that third time Peter looks at Christ. And those precious eyes, Brother Leo, that were looking at him, Jesus saw Peter and knew that he had failed. And Peter knew that he had missed the mark, knew that he had fallen afar off, knew that he had made a mess, knew that he had made a failure. And the Bible says he went out and wept bitterly. He wept because he had messed up. He wept because he had missed the mark. He wept because he had failed. But church, praise God, failure was not final. Firstly, this morning, we saw that Satan desired Peter. Secondly, we saw that Christ had a plan for Peter. Thirdly, let's notice that Peter had been prayed for. You remember in Luke chapter number 22 and verse number 32, Jesus looked at him and said, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan had desired to have you that he may sift you as wheat, but I prayed for thee. Satan was seeking, but the Savior was interceding. Peter never left our Lord's mind. Jesus had already prayed for Peter. He said, but I have prayed for thee that thy what? Faith fail not. And when thou art converted, strengthen the brethren. Oh, Peter's faith was weak when he had failed the Lord. He went out and wept bitterly. His face, uh, faith was weak, J.C. Ryle said. The object of our Lord's intercession was that Peter's faith might not altogether die. Though for a time it may be very weak. Is there anybody in the house this morning that say, Brother Jay, I've uh, seen a time in my life when I failed God and it feels like my faith is weak. Help me this morning, church. Oh, there's been seasons of my life when I've almost give completely out, Brother Terry. I need some help in the church this morning. There's been seasons of my life where I've nearly given it all up and said I can't go another step. Oh, this morning. Oh, the times in my life when I have drifted into a backslidden, cold, dark condition. And if I didn't deny the Lord verbally, I denied him in my actions. Help me, church. Failure after failure after failure. That seems to be the theme of Peter's life. Failure. Failure. 
failure. And at times, even in a backslidden condition, in a cold-hearted condition, that maybe I didn't deny the Lord verbally, but I denied Him with my actions. I denied Him with my heart. I denied Him with my prayer life. I denied Him with how I acted towards those around me that loved me. I denied Him with how I committed myself and my actions and my heart towards God. Oh, help me, church. But though there may have been times in my life when I'd forgotten that I belonged to Him, praise God, He's never forgot that I belong to Him and that He belongs to me. Hallelujah this morning. Times when my faith side has grown weak, Brother Jack, and taken my eyes off Christ, but He's never let me go. Hallelujah. Times I failed, but that was not final. Hallelujah. Is this all right for a Thanksgiving message this morning? I want to notice quickly the nature of Christ's appearance in our text. The nature of Christ's appearance. Now notice this. The Bible says that in verse number 9 of John 21, as soon as they were come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid thereon. You know the story, of course, the Lord has been crucified, buried, and raised again. The Lord has, has now appeared. The, the Bible says this is the third time, verse number 14 says, that He's appeared to His disciples. Now, notice firstly with me this morning. Peter set by a fire of sinners just a few chapters earlier. But right here, Jesus started a fire. For his disciples. The first fire was a fire of failure. But the second fire. Was a fire of forgiveness. This is no accident. That the Lord appeared to his disciples. For the third time. We have no record. No record. That Peter has had a personal conversation. With Jesus. Since the resurrection. All we have is an account that Peter failed Christ. The Lord comes to them for the third time. Let me ask you a question, church. How many times did Christ ask Peter if he loved him? Three. And how many times did Christ give Peter Instruction about his future to feed the sheep. And how many times did Peter deny the Lord Jesus Christ? I'm telling you this church. Three times had Peter denied his master. Yet three times did the master show himself to Peter. By that of post-resurrection appearances. Three times Peter had denied his master. Yet three times he gave Peter the opportunity to tell Jesus 
Lovest thou me, Peter? Peter said, Lord, thou knowest I love you. And three times Jesus said, I've got a plan for you, Peter. I've got a future for you. Satan desired to have you. But I've been praying for you. And failure is not final. I bled. I died for your sin. I descended into the heart of the earth. I've championed sin, hell, death, and the grave. And I've come back to tell you, Peter, failure is not final. Hallelujah to God this morning. Bless the Lord. Hallelujah. His grace is sufficient for you and for me. Thank God this morning, church. Aren't you glad for a precious Savior who will look at you after your failures, who will look at you after your mess-ups and say, like Jesus said in verse number 19, I know what you've done. Get up. Follow thou me. Follow thou me. Oh, yes. Bless the Lord. Now, I love this this morning. I love this. Y'all bear with me. I may have a shouting fit. You see, we're all going to fail. But if you're His this morning, you're kept by His marvelous power and grace. Remember in John 13, 5 through 10, Jesus began washing His disciples' feet. Peter said, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? And the Lord looked at Peter and said, Peter, you don't understand what I'm doing now. You don't understand what I'm doing now. John 13, 5. After that, he poureth water into a basin and began to wash the disciples' feet and to wipe them with the towel wherewith he was girded. Then cometh he... To Simon Peter. And Peter saith unto him, Lord, dost thou wash my feet? And Jesus answered and said unto him, What I do thou knowest not now, but thou shalt know hereafter. That's what he said, isn't it? Brother Jack, come up here and give me a hand, please. I want you to sit in this chair, please, for just a moment. Jesus said, Peter, what I'm doing right now you don't understand, but you will, you will later. In verse number 10 of John 13, Jesus saith unto him, He that is washed needeth not to save, to wash his feet, but he that is clean every whit, and ye are clean, and ye are clean, and ye are clean. Now, let me ask you something. As the Lord's sitting around and he's washing his disciples' feet, you've got all the disciples, the Lord's, Girded himself with a towel, Brother Jack. And his disciples are here, and, the, and our Lord. Now, I'm not talking about some homeless man. I'm not talking about some ruffian somewhere. I'm talking about the Son of God. The Holy One of Israel, Brother Jack. 
I'm talking about the one that in whom the fullness of the Godhead dwelt bodily. The one who spake and it was. And the one who knocked on my heart door, my heart's door one day, Brother Terry. He was going through and washing his disciples' feet. Got on his knees, those dirty Jewish feet that had been in the dirt and been in the mud all day and been on the road and been on the trip. They were so dirty. Calluses and probably blisters. He washed, his, he washed their feet. He gets around to Peter. And Peter says, here he is failing again. No, no, not me, Lord. You won't wash my feet. <laughs> I may not be able to get through this. But he, he looks at Peter and he says, Peter, you don't understand what I'm doing right now. But you will after this time. And Peter didn't understand then. But Jesus said, I've washed you completely. You're clean. And aren't you glad that you've been washed by the blood of the Lamb? Justified. What does that mean? That means just as if you had never sinned. Jesus washed you by the blood of the Lamb of Jesus Christ. And cleaned you up. Praise God, honey. When Jesus saved you, He washed you white as snow. But that's not what Jesus is talking about. He's talking about His feet, Brother Jack. And he takes his feet and he pours water into a basin and he begins to wash. He washes both feet. Peter said, I don't understand what's going on. I'm going to follow you to the end. Jesus said, you're clean, Peter. But occasionally you're going to get some dirt on you. Occasionally you're going to mess up in your walk. It's going to get dirty. And you may not understand this right now, but you're clean. I've made you whole. But you're going to blunder. And you're going to fail. But I want you to know something. It's not final, thank God. And I'll come back to you. And I can see Peter. I can see Peter. I can see Peter on the side of Tiberius here he's busted brother Jack he's broken he's failed and failed and failed and failed and failed and this is the third time he's seen the Lord but what's Jesus doing when he's saying Peter do you love me he's just washing those feet He's just washing those feet. Thank you, Brother Jack. What was the Lord doing on the Sea of Tiberias? 
Brother, he came to tell his disciple Peter that I know you failed. I know you've missed the mark, but I've come to tell you it's not over and failure is not final. Hallelujah to the name of God this morning. Bless the Lord. Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. What I love about his text, you see, Peter was so give out by what he had done. He was so messed up by what he had done and how he had missed the mark that he thought his life was over. That he thought his ministry was over. I've messed up so bad now, there's no way the Lord is going to use me. But I, it, it always gave me trouble there for a little while. Verse number 19, I, it seemed like I always had trouble trying to pick up what the Lord was saying there in John 21 and, not, uh, and 18 and 19. Verily, verily, I say unto you, Jesus said, When thou wast young, thou girdest thyself, and walkest whither thou wouldest. But when thou shalt be old, thou shalt stretch forth thy hands, and another shall gird thee and carry thee whither thou wouldest not. You're like, okay, that may be a confusion. Maybe he's just talking about getting old. It's going to be a little tough on him later. No. Verse number 19 gives its definition. This spake he signifying by what death he should glorify God. And when he had spoken of this, he said unto him, follow me. What does that mean, Brother Jay? Jesus was telling Peter, I know that you feel like you failed me. And Peter, I know that you feel like your life is over. That's why you're out here in the way and the shape that you're in. He said, but Peter, I want you to know you're going to get back up again. Yeah, there's going to be more times you're going to fail me. But one of these days you're going to pass on. You're going to die. And you're going to leave. And that death is going to glorify me. What does that mean? That means the Lord Jesus Christ was going to let Peter finish well. It's not about how you started. Come on, church. It's not about how you started. And it's not even about the middle of the way through the race, Brother Barry. But praise God, it's about when we see Him face to face. Oh, what a Savior this morning. I'm afraid so many times in our Baptist churches, we've got to the point where we feel like we finally reached sinless perfection. Come on. For some reason or another, those who we associate ourselves around with, we're the real McCoy. Come on, church. For some reason or another, we've reached a status of spiritual maturity, and there's no looking back here. Well, you ain't seen Jesus face to face. Peter did. Huh? I say, you haven't walked on water. Peter did. I say, you haven't distributed bread to thousands on top of thousands. 
Peter did. I say you ain't cast out demons in the Lord's name, but Peter did, and he still failed. But hallelujah to the Lamb of God. Failure is not final. What happened to Peter? Well, the Lord said, Lovest thou me more than these? Do you love me more than these other disciples? I love what Peter said. Thou knowest. Thou knowest. You know, Lord. He didn't say, Oh, Lord, yes, I do love you. Oh, my. I'll go with you to prison. I'll go with you to death. I'll go with you to the grave. I'll be second in command in your kingdom. No. Peter, lovest thou me? Lord, you know. You know all things. You know me inside and out. You've seen the blunders I've made. You've seen the messes I've made. I know, Peter. <clears throat> Feed my sheep. Feed my sheep. As Sister Megan comes to the piano, I wonder this morning, is there some of you that said, Brother Jay, I'm just like that. I have failed. I've missed the mark. Maybe there's some of you in here this morning who said, Brother Jay, I know what you're talking about. And I thank God that failure is not final. And you want to thank Him for it. Maybe there's one in here this morning that Christ has dealt with and said, Brother Jay, I don't know about knowing Him, but I know my life is just a big old failure and I need Christ. I need to be saved this morning. There's room at the cross for you. There is room at His feet. Come and dine, as the Lord said this morning. And what do I have to do? Come. What kind of situation do I have to work up? Just come. <laughs> Hallelujah. this morning can you see he loves his children let me remind you this morning how many of y'all got a Bible in here would you pick it up and wave it at me please just pick it up and wave that Bible hold it up right there real good that book you're holding in your hand is filled with nothing more a bunch of failures that God has had grace on. You know what, Brother Jake? You know what kind of pastor you got this morning? You got a failure. But it's not final. And I'm grateful that every time I've ever missed the mark, every season of my life, when I've been cold on God and cold on Christ, just came, Brother Terry, and washed my feet, and said, son, do you love me? Lord, you know, you know I don't love you how I should, but Lord, I love you. You know what he's done? Feed my sheep. Let's go again. You see, the Lord had said, Peter, upon this rock, I... 
No longer it'll be called Simon. Your name's Peter. Upon this rock I'll build my church. What rock? The rock that is the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, the reason that the Lord said that to Peter is because of the verse previous. Jesus said, who do men say that I am? Some said this man, some said this. Some said you're a good man, good teacher, lies, this, blah, blah, blah. Jesus said, whom say ye that I am? And Peter. Oh, how often do you feel like him? Sometimes I feel like I hit it, Brother Marty. Sometimes I feel like I absolutely miss it more than others. He hit it right here. <laughs> he said, we believe and are sure, hallelujah, Brother Leo, that thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. Blessed art thou, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood hath not revealed this unto you, but my Father which is on heaven. And your name is no longer Simon, but it's Peter. And upon this rock, what rock? The rock of Peter? No. Upon this rock, what rock? The Son of of God. The one that Peter said Jesus was. I'll build my church on this solid rock. Oh, the poor. Bless the Catholics this morning. They got it so wrong. They said that God would build his church on Peter. That's sinking sand. Church Virgil can't build on me. we can build on him matter of fact Jesus said on this rock I will build my church he don't need your help and he don't need my help he's got the job and he's got the ability he'll build the church the gates of hell won't prevail against it this morning, what I'm trying to say is about this man named Peter, Brother John. He failed a bunch. But it was not funny. You say, Brother Jay, I've failed a lot. I've messed up a lot. I've missed the mark a lot. Yeah, join the crowd. There's plenty of room in that line. But I'm here as a testament this morning. not final won't you let Christ speak to your heart this morning let's all stand every head bowed every eye open sister Meg is just going to play softly for a moment as we take these next few moments I wonder why every head bowed and every eyes closed if you'd just like to take a minute and come down and say thank you Lord and go back to your seat maybe You'd like to say, Brother Jay, I'm a failure and I'm a mess and I've made a wreck. But come down here this morning. Let him pick you back up. Let him dust you off a little bit.